This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Veronica. There's no tagline, which is fine. We watched this movie. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Hotlanta. And I'm Troy. Troy Troy. And uh That's right. to start things off on the right foot. My bad, guys. <laughs> Chris made a poor decision. <laughs> well, I knew it was we, a poor decision, but I still will take responsibility. The he just wanted to rip the band-aid off. The reason was right. Yeah. He's like, guys, we're gonna get recommended this at some point, so let's just watch it now, because what is life anymore? Yeah, I mean, th- think how much worse it would be if things were going well. <laughs> so we watched. We watched Veronica. By, suggested by Chris. Yep. Which was made by. Uh, uh, I don't Banzig. Know, six monkeys in a trench coat. A <laughs> hundred monkeys and a hundred typewriters. Gender neutral Danzig. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. <laughs> yes, Chris. So how does this movie start? From the beginning, John uh, Amplis. It starts with a lady who is tied up in front of a pentagram. She had her one of those restraint collars. Yeah. And uh, our hostess? Crypt Keeper? Yeah, whatever. The wraparound Morella, lady was there. Morella, Mordella, I don't remember what the fuck her name was. Yeah. Mordello. Modello, like the beer. Yeah. Yeah. And Takate. She's all like uh Ooh, creepy stuff, guys. Put your big boy like pants the cutest on. Little voice. Like, hey everybody, how's it going? Hello, my darklings. Like you're just like, oh, you're you have such the cute little voice. Like you're not scary when you sound like, you know, someone's like favorite aunt or something. She is more mousy than terrifying. Though she does have like upside down crosses painted, like coming down from her eyes. Like she cries upside down crosses. It's a trick. She had to paint it on an egg to add it to the registry. What? What the fuck are you even talking about? That's what clowns do. What? Oh, okay. Okay, I got you. I don't. Yeah, clowns have to put their face paint on an egg. And that's how that's their face paint. That's how you trademark your face paint as a clown as you paint it on an egg. Yeah. That's a real thing. I think. I'm upset about a couple of things about what you just said. I didn't make any of I that up. Hold on. Shut up now. I, why do you know that? Two, is that true? Because I don't want to go outside a whole lot anymore if it is, because that scares me. Uh, Matt, uh, email me. Let me know if that's true. Yeah. Why do you know that? What's the matter with you? Because like, Matt will know. Like That's that's 100% something that Matt would know. All right. <laughs> you know, from Horror Show Hot Dog. Our Sister Scissor podcast. Scissor Sister podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So come on, read your book, nerd. 
Oh, but there's also a joke about like the the cutesy voiced uh, Elvira wannabe like poking out the eyes of the girl, and there's some pun involving eyes that I don't remember. Oh yeah, and she licked all the blood and eye juice off her finger. Yeah, like in a very suggestive manner too. You did get to see fingernails go through eyeballs, so that's always fun. Yeah. So how about the rest of this movie, Chris? Yeah, how about the rest of the movie, Chris? We've already passed off responsibility for finding out about the eggs to Matt. You don't need to worry about it. Yeah, no more of this egg nonsense. We got a, a top guys working on that. That's yeah, true. Top men. Yeah. We've got our unpaid intern. Or at least Matt. <laughs> the top man we know. Yep. Tell us all about the movie. Well, you know we're, you're in for a treat because the opening credits are created in Windows Movie Maker from all intents and purposes. <laughs> Did you see the graphics? Oh, yeah. They were solid. They yeah. were graphics. They were animated. And we, uh, we start with the first story in this anthology. The... Albino spider of something or another. Baskerville. Yep. And this one starts with a blowjob. Yep. It does. A pink haired one. Yep. A really bad wig. <laughs> yeah. I hope you like bad wigs and poor French accents because you got about another fucking 30 minutes of that. Oh, shit. Boy, do we ever. Don't forget super real spiders. Yeah. Almost three real. Yeah. So, uh, what's going on is... What is going on? Uh, there's a lady... What's going? Yeah, four non-blondes, Chris, would like to know what's going on. Hey. Hey. Uh Going on. You got it. (laughs) Got it in one. Yep. First take. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we got pink haired wig lady giving the blow job to gentlemen. Yes. And, uh, guy Boyman. He, he wants to get some of that sweet boob action. Yes. But she is against it. She's like, nah, fam. Yeah. She keeps like trying to push his hands away from her boobs. Yeah. I draw the line at fellatio. You can't see my breasts. That's right. And uh, we find out the reason for this. It's because she has... Eyes for nipples. Yeah. For some (laughs) goddamn reason that we never find out. You know, for looking. Yeah. They don't have eyelids either, so you think that would be really uncomfortable. You get dry. Yeah, they get, yeah, they get dry. You, you got to itch them in public a lot. Hold on, I have to put eye drops on my nipples. Give me just a moment. No, I'm not lactating. It's just from the nipple eye drops. Oh, I'm not breastfeeding in the library. I'm reading. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, the guy doesn't care for the eyeball nipples. Not his bag. I mean, fair enough, I suppose. I mean, you don't expect to find eyeballs there. Yeah, it's the Spanish Inquisition of nipples. Yeah. It does remind me, though, of that Saturday Night Live uh, sketch where human women 
evolve eyes on their boobs because that's where the men are always looking. No, maybe this is all deep commentary. I've seen a lot of SNL, but I've never seen that one. That's uh, an older one, I think, like maybe late eighties, early nineties. Huh. I will have to look into that. Yeah. But anyway, the the guy leaves, and her neighbor, yes, shows up and is like, "You hey, forgot to tell him about seeing a spider." Oh yeah, there's a spider. An albino real spider crawl. Yeah, totally not CGI albino spider crawling over a rose. Yeah. And her neighbor shows up and is like, Yeah, guys are jerks. And she's like, Yeah. I I don't Yeah. That was the whole thing. Like, and then they just showed them looking at each other for like five only minutes. With bad bad French accents involved. Yeah. And I'm just I'm just not gonna put any more effort into making this make sense than they did. That's all I'm gonna say right now. So yeah, when you're like, yeah. Wow, this is disjointed and doesn't make sense, it ain't on me. Yeah. Yeah, Chris did not have a stroke. Yeah. It's just the way the movie is. So uh So then her neighbor leaves and uh she's having good old fashioned nipple cry. And that yeah, one nipple did- tear brings albino spider. Yeah, so, although the spider is crawling on the rose on this table next to her couch, and then her nipples cry onto the floor, and somehow the spider gets hit by one of them. Uh, magic yeah. gravity. Yeah, Danzig doesn't understand how space works. Just, oh, just so everyone knows, we discover this throughout the course of the movie. Yeah. Not a physics guy. Yeah, he doesn't understand, like, yeah, how, like, things, like, physical space works. Yeah. And just like in the classic children's tale, the nipple tears make the spider turn into a people. That looks like the son of Goro and Kratos from God of War. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, With a little bit of, um, uh, oh, fuck. What's the alien from Dragon Ball Z? Frieza? Frieza? Frieza. Yeah. Yeah, like a little bit of Frieza coloring to it. And just a smooch of Vincent D'Onofrio's cell. Yeah. And uh, the Spider-Man... Does whatever Spider can? Yeah. Can he swing from a web? Uh, that remains to be seen. Not that, not that I saw. <laughs> but what he can do is physically manifest when she falls asleep so he can fulfill her dark desires? Question mark? And what are her dark desires, question mark? Uh, mostly snapping Killing? necks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's really so in the breaking necks for some reason. Yeah, because he, uh, he goes to the, the neighbor's place where she, like, opens up the cab. She opens up the fridge and is like, well, I have milk or beer. Which do I want to drink? And, of course, the obvious answer to that is beer because who the fuck wants to drink <sighs> milk? Pour them both together and have yourself a bilk. Yeah, delicious. Delicious bilk. Well, if you have Corona and you mix in milk does that, or cream, does that make it like a, a white Mexican? Oh, God, I don't want to know. That Legally, I don't feel like I should respond to that. Ugh. Well, only because Corona's a product of Mexico. Yeah. It's not racist. 
Well, I mean, since I you said it's not racist, then it I isn't mean, I racist. I hope it's not racist. No, it's fine now. Everything's I mean, been I, cleared I, up. I live 10 miles from the Capitol, so, like, you know, there's so much racism around here right now that I have no idea what's racist and what's not anymore. Yeah. A, a black Mexican is Kahlua and uh, tequila. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound good. Yeah, so I don't know, listeners. You decide which one of those sounds worse. <laughs> Once I had a drink called Green Crack. That was pretty good. Mm. Yeah, I had one called Antifreeze, which is normally is like orange juice, blue Maui, and a little bit of vodka, and that's pretty tasty. Don't substitute tequila for the vodka. Nope, you don't have to worry about that ever. Because that just tastes like rotten orange juice at that point. And so, uh, yeah, the Spider-Man kills her neighbor. Yeah. And apparently she knows what Spider-Man does when she wakes up. He says, unsure of how this works. I mean, I think presumably she has dreams that she that about what he's doing. Yeah. At least that's what I'm going to say to make it and make any kind of sense in my brain. So uh, she heads off the next day to her model shoot, which the weird softcore bondage thing. Yeah, I'm not sure what it's, the pictures will be for at some point. <laughs> Yeah, because like, it posters. gets a white background, so you're like, are they shooting, like, product modeling? Like, what What? What exactly are they modeling here? This is the first time Danzig's ever really seen photography. He's only read about it in books before. He didn't know exactly how to do it. Yeah, and the guy shooting pictures with, like, a Canon camera from 1977? Right. Like, it's all fucking the, the, baffling. And the Canon camera looked like it was sitting on a tripod for... Like, something you would use to record professional football. <laughs> and, but again, I don't think he's ever seen a photography before, so. And she, she's not doing well because her friend, she found her friend, the neighbor lady. Dead. She was hanging from spider webs, I guess. I don't know. Deader than all of Get Out. And the other models are equal parts on her side and being catty bitches about it. Yeah. You know, they're frenemies just like in real life. And the photographer guy's like, okay, this photography shoot is over because she is in emotional distress. Yes. Cause that's cause you know, photographers are very caring like that. Yeah. So pink hair leaves, but she doesn't want to go to sleep because that's when, Spider-Man shows up and well, reverse Freddy Krueger. Oh, but she she sees the news footage because he also like he creeps like he creeps on a prostitute. Yeah, and and actually like this was funny. So like so he kills the like, she finds her neighbor hanging from spider webs in her apartment, and then they cut to like this prostitute in the like in the alleyway and I was like are we on a different like story now like I wasn't sure on? either at that point because I was like oh okay so it ends with her like friend being like killed okay great that's a nice little like 
that's actually a decent little short. Like that's a, it's not so bad, but then like, like there's this prostitute talking to another prostitute. They talk for like five minutes about God knows what prostitute and then, stuff. And then she like kind of walks towards like a, a dark alleyway. And then the spider guy comes out of the way. I'm like, Oh, this story isn't over yet. Huh? Yeah. It's and, just the second act of the first act. And then he says he wants to have sex with her. And she's like, great. Cause that's my speciality. And he's like, and then I want to snap your neck. And she's like, you know, that isn't my speciality. And yeah. then he kills her. Yeah. And that's because well, she fell asleep at the, the modeling shoot. Yeah. And then she wakes up and then she sees on the TV, the next snapper is at large. Yes. Because that was the name that the police gave him, apparently, or the press gave him was The Next Snapper. Yeah. I wish I could have been at the meeting for that name. I bet it took hours to come to that one. I mean, they workshopped that one for quite a bit, I think. Yeah. I mean, should we call him, like, I don't know, like, The Neck Breaker, The Neck Snapper, The Neck Cracker, um, Tilt Ahead? Uh, I don't like the best one there was neck, neck break, neck cracker. Okay. Or neck snapper. Okay. Let's go with that one. And, uh, so now she doesn't want to go back to sleep again because more murders. Murderly erdlers. So she heads to the porno theater because nothing keeps you awake like porn in public with other people. I guess. Especially me when you're a large-breasted, scantily-clad woman. That's the best place to go get refuge is at local, barely-occupied porno theater. Yeah. Nothing weird happens at a porno theater in the middle of the night. Well, at least two of the guys were having a conversation about the movie while it was going on. Yeah, I'm like, spoilers much? Jeez. They were discussing the production values. And this is the part where they have sex. Yeah. And then they're going to intercourse. I know what you're thinking. This is all going to revolve around whether or not the plumbing gets repaired correctly. But no, sir. There's a real twist in the second act where they do it. Yeah, like, but it turns out she doesn't have money for the pizza. (laughs) They were playing hide the salami. So, uh, she falls asleep in the porno theater because fuck you. Nap time. And, and then uh, the guys start creeping on her. Yeah. Like, and you're like, oh my God, is like, is she going to be like groped while she's sleeping here? Like, and, and like, just the people like, this is like Danzig's wife is playing this character. And I'm like, is this getting like really creepy where he's had fantasies about his wife being groped by other men in strange places and he's just going to show it to us? Like, I don't want to see your. Your your boner, Danzig, okay? <laughs> yeah. I don't need your boner material, thank you. <laughs> and Spider Guy is is trying to maybe he's, he's having got, sex with the lady? It's I don't He's got some girl, I think her hands are bound above her head, like attached to the ceiling. And he's like fondling her and maybe sexing her, but you can't tell because I'm not sure he even has, like... I think his groin might be smooth. Like, I'm very confused by all of this. And good old-fashioned through-the-underwear sex. 
I'm not sure I want to know is the thing. Like I'm confused by it, but I think not being confused may be worse. Yeah. So, uh, she's being woken up, you know, on account of the sexual assault. Well, I mean, like the guy like grabs her, like touches her shoulder. So it's kind of like, it's creepy, but it's not like as creepy as it could be. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, but not. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, Spider-Man is mad because she could tell she's being woken up before he kills the girl. Well, I think he snaps her neck at the end, right before the girl wakes up or before pink hair wakes up because he's not going to get to kill his victim otherwise. But I think he was trying to finish first. Yeah. He didn't want to get the murder blue balls. Yeah, he was worried that, like, yeah, yeah, he wasn't going to be able to finish, so he's like, oh, fuck it, and snaps her neck, and then the, the pink hair gets woken up by the creepy dudes in the porn theater. Yeah. By the gropers. So anyway, Spider-Man uh, successfully has premature snapulation. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. E-snapulation. And uh, pink hair wakes up and heads to a cafe to drink coffee. Because we and need how do we to know pad it's a this cafe, out. Chris? Oh, because there's a neon sign facing into the building that says cafe. Because that's how anything works. Just like real life. Yeah, you know, when you're at your local establishment and then the type of establishment is prominently displayed on the interior with a neon sign. <laughs> like when you get gas and you go inside and it says gas station in a neon sign. Above the cashier's head. Yeah. It, like you're like wait where am- oh I'm at the gas station oh okay. thank god that neon sign was there to remind me <laughs> why is it so bright in here and she uh she stops to get coffee and leaves almost immediately heads home to uh to call the police yeah because and- there's been a murder yes and you know how she calls the police is she sits down next to the phone Picks up the phone and says, hello, police. Does not dial anything. Just picks up the phone and says, hello, police. Yeah, I'd like to report a murder. Yes, that's the address and hangs up. Like, what the fuck? Like, does Danzig not know how phones work? Like, He's only read about phones and books. For me. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, I... Uh, that was about the point where I was like, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> and she's also got a bottle of pills next to her. Well, she takes a whole shit ton of sleeping pills. Yeah. And that... Because that's her plan. Yeah. Because her, her plan is to be asleep when the cops show up so that Goro Kratos Frieza is there when they show up. Yeah. And if she can't wake up, then he's stuck in our physical reality. Yes. Because, um, oh, and he's stuck in our physical reality. Let me, let me check my notes. Uh, because, uh, fuck you. Okay. I had to check my notes. It's actually just the phrase, fuck you, written over and over and over again. That's what the script, yeah, I I bought a copy of the script, and that's actually what it says. It's the screenplay directly. That's the whole screenplay, it's just... Fuck you. Yeah, it's pink hair. Danzig. And her stage, right? Yeah. It's just Danzig colon. Fuck you. It's just one page. It's great. 
So, uh, terrific. He's Spider-Man is manifested into physical reality. The uh, cops show up. Uh, they happen to have a battering ram, which they use in the most very poorly ineffectual way you could possibly <laughs> use a battery ram. Like the fact that the door broke was amazing. <laughs> And then they do the strangest thing ever, and they shoot a white person. Yeah. And they shoot him, but then they stop. And keep in mind, nobody is reacting to the fact that, like, a six-and-a-half-foot-tall, multi-armed, nude, white man is hollering about, wake up so I don't die in your physical reality and shit. I think he even, like, calls her bitch, too, just to, like, make it extra... Extra gross. <laughs> yeah. So they uh they shoot him. Uh, pink hair has died due to self-inflicted sleeping pill overdose. But yep. Spider-Man dies as well. Yeah, from from multiple gunshot wounds he from French police. Yeah. The end of this. Yep. Chapter two. Well, first we we get uh. Oh, Modelo. Yeah, Modelo is all like bad Crypt Keeper joke. Uh, Mousy voice. Moving on. Yeah. Upside down, cross tears. And then we move on to uh, the face stealer or some shit. Yeah. Face snapper. The face snatcher. Yeah. And, uh,. Well, this this is a lot more concise of a story. Oh yeah, because well, that's because we're not going to describe the fucking like ten minute long strippers dancing at strip club scenes that are in this section for some goddamn reason. Yeah. So there's a there's a one lady who's walking through a we'll say it's a park. I don't fucking know where the fuck they are. Yeah, it's like a dark. It's a dark sidewalk. Yeah, establishing shots. Park, <laughs> amateur industrial camp, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's walking, and a shadowy figure is all like, sick face, bro. Kevin, I'm going to take it. Yeah. And then she does with a knife. She snatched your face up, dog. Yeah. And then you're like, Okay. Yep. Like, oh, someone killed someone and took their face. Great. Yeah. And then we go to the strip club because, of course, where else would you go next? For like 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And there's. Which, uh, you know, like, strip clubs are great and all, but, like, I don't need fucking 10 minutes of that in a movie where nothing is happening other than nudity. And it's not even. and. And I'm, I'm going to say, sound, I'm gonna sound terrible when I say this. It's not even like real nudity. It's like most of the girls have like tape over their like breasts and stuff. And you're just like, like, why did you have a strip club where only like, like some girls are nude and some aren't like, it's not like there's a law where you can't show your nipples. And so they're always covered. Cause that's a thing in the U S in some States. Yeah. That at least localities. makes sense. But there's like a mix and you're like, I'm so confused. Chris always Why covers everything happening? but his nipples. <laughs> Not always. Oh, pretty constantly. O- only when he goes to work or podcasts. Yeah. 
Every time he gets a new shirt, he has to cut two little holes out in it. Yep. He's like, oh, I got this nice button-down shirt. Snip, 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 snip. Okay, we're good. He's got to let the boys breathe. Daisy should get the eye drops in that way. <laughs> <laughs> My so, eyes are up here and down there. Yeah. Nipples! So uh, we're at the strip club, stripping, stripping, etc. Uh, For a good goddamn ten minutes. X-Pac calls out the next stripper up. X-Pac looks rough. Yeah, he's not looking great. Probably all the drugs and alcohol and wrestling. And uh, he calls out to the stage, Mystery Girl. Yep, again, that's, I would have liked to have been at the, uh, the meeting for that one. Yeah. And uh, We need a synonym for mystery and a synonym for girl. And then my, Mystery, mystery girl. girl. Mystery Girl uh, has a garbage bag cape and hood it's that fancy. she strips in. And she's got like a like a face mask, like I don't know, like like Melina from uh, uh, Mortal Kombat Two. Yeah, you see, Danzig has played Mortal Kombat. He just doesn't know about photography or phones. <laughs> and uh, what do you do with this movie, Danzig? Finish it, Mortal Kombat. And she she does her routine, and uh, that happened. Because and it and that wouldn't have been so bad. If there hadn't been like two more routines ahead of it, like that, he, that for some goddamn reason Danzig felt we needed to watch. Yeah, and it, they're they're not even good at it. Yeah, I mean, what I mean, like I'm sorry, okay. Most movies, like the strippers, aren't very good. Like that's just the way it is, and that's fine. But the fact that like he felt we need to watch like three striptease routines in a row with no story. In there, like, okay, well, there's a little bit of, like, a tiny sliver of story in the last one because they're like, oh, that's the face-stealing lady. Okay, I get it. Great. Why do we need ten more minutes of this shit? <laughs> and, uh, so the performance is over, so we jump smash cut to Mystery Girl. Oh, wait, no, don't we cut back to, uh, we cut, no, isn't it to the cops standing over the lady whose face she just took? Oh, yeah, yeah, well, green dress lady at the... Park yeah. Wharf. With a skinny, skinny neighbor from Breaking Bad. I can't remember his name now. God damn it. Hal? No. Hal's the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Um, the cop guy, the bald cop guy from Breaking Hank. Bad, whose name Hank. Yeah, Thank boot, you. bootleg Hank. He's the brother in law. Yeah. He's skinny Hank. Yeah. They had two realist looking detectives they could find. And they're all like, oh, the face stealer strikes again. Yeah. And there's, and there's little like, like, uh, like Sergeant exposition next to him telling him, oh, well, the girl died from shock and blah, blah, blah. She doesn't have a face and the face isn't anywhere. So the, the, the person must have taken it. Like, thank you, Sergeant exposition. Yeah. Observe and report. So, uh, mystery girl. Breaks into the an apartment of a lady to take her face. Yes. And then takes her face. What? But leaves her alive. Nah, she dead. Oh, is that one dead? Yeah, because the cops show up later. She died okay. from face removal. Yeah, she had a bad case of not having a face. 
Yeah. Not a bad case of loving you? No. Okay. I mean, that seems very far-fetched to me, but, you know. And, uh... I don't know any of the other words to that song, so I'll spare you guys. And so she takes the face back to her face wall, where she keeps all of her other faces. This was the first scene in the movie that I liked. I liked when she was looking at all of her faces. And she yeah, told... I mean, Eleanor Rigby there, you know, keeps her face in a jar by the door, but... Now, we got a really, really good look at this scene for some reason. For about five minutes, it was just the shot of the back of her head and her wall of faces, but... I mean, they spent a lot of money on making those faces, so Danzig wanted to get his money's worth. Danzig. Yeah. He was concerned. He's like, they're going to think it's weird that I wanted to shoot 87 uninterrupted minutes at the strip club earlier. <laughs> oh, man, I probably should do some other scene that lasts more than 30 fucking seconds. Uh, <laughs> so we'll make every scene last at least five minutes. There was a five-minute minimum on every scene in the movie. At least five minutes. So, uh, the cops find second face-removed lady, which is actually the 13th. Da-da-da! Whoa. Because 13 is a number with some significance to some people. To Banzig. It's unlucky? I Chris mean, is unlucky. For her, anyway. It's true. And uh, is unlucky for her. They're uh, uh, Captain Exposition and Detective Other Guy, Little Hank. Yeah, <laughs> Little they're, Hank. They're L-I-L all apostrophe space Hank. Yeah, they're like, oh, we got nothing to go on here, but don't worry, Officer lady that showed up out of absolutely goddamn nowhere is there now. And she's like, hey, what about this business card for the strip club? You know, that thing that people have, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you've never met a stripper with a business card before? You gotta have your calling card, dog. Take it business, bro. Yeah. And, I mean, full disclosure... I'm maybe paying attention to 50% of what's happening in this movie as it's happening. We missed oh, a Jesus Christ. big chunk of the second story. I mean, at this point, like my I was nearly checked out, so I, I totally understand. <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, I, this is basically what's happening. Like, there's, there's faces being taken, <laughs> and there's, like, a mysterious lady, mystery woman stripper dancing with their face talking to the faces on her wall, and then there's just a whole bunch of other strippers. Yeah. And That's the cop... basically everything that happens so far in the second story. And the cops find this her business card that, I guess, says Mystery Girl Stripper on it. I don't fucking know how they figured it was her exactly, aside from the fact that she's obviously wearing people's fucking faces. <laughs> but... She does like take her face off the faces off at some point. She's got like a bunch of scarring on her cheeks. Yeah. So the cop, or I mean, Detective Lil Hank, heads to the strip club where uh, he uh, yells at X Pac for a minute about letting him into the strip club. Uh, he heads in. One of the other dancers goes to tell Mystery Girl who's on stage. 
that the cops are there for. I think that was Courtney Stodden. Okay. Because she's in this movie, and I think, based on the credits, I think that was Courtney Stodden, which just to make this movie even more garbage, because she's a garbage person. Uh, <laughs> I recognize her name. Yeah, well, she was the one that, like, like at the age of, like, 16 or 17, married that really old dude and then started doing porn afterwards. Like, I don't know, she's, she's a garbage person. Like, not because she does porn, she's just a garbage person. Like, she, they had a reality show. Like, she's just a, a, a fame, for lack of a better term, a fame whore. Like, that's, she only wants to be famous. She's a garbage person, much like a Kardashian. Like, yeah, I mean, but yeah. So, but I think that was her. Just as an aside, Chris is an amateur fame whore. Yeah, he just does that's it for the keep, love. He doesn't that's how get he keeps paid. His indie cred. Yeah, he keeps it local. Yeah, I only harass no uh, flash photography people uh, from local news. <laughs> that's as far up the chain as I'll go. You don't, you don't, you don't. Fuck you, WKRC. Oh, you can't at real Donald Trump anymore because he's been banned from Twitter. <laughs> I just yell it out the window. I, I almost could. That's, that's. I guess terrible. that's true. Yeah. I mean, I'm not so loud that my voice carries 10 miles. Thankfully, <laughs> I'm not Brian blessed. So, uh, let's see. Where were we? In this Shakespearean uh, masterpiece. Courtney Stodden was telling Mystery Girl that Lil, Lil Hank was after her. Oh, yeah. And Lil Mystery Stank. Girl is like, well, stall the cops. And so she's like, you can't go back there. And he's all like, I'm a cop. And she's like, oh, okay, you can go back there. And I'm like, cool, cool. You did real good. I like, though, that when he gets back there, the girls are like, you just came back here for free sex, didn't you? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. That was word for word with uh, little Hank and Courtney Stodden's back and forth. You can't come back here, but I'm a cop. You can come back here. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's looking for mystery girl, and nobody's going to give her up because they're not a bunch of fucking rats. Except That's for... Right, they're not narcs. Stitches get snitches. Except for the one girl who just kind of like finger guns in a direction. Yeah. Which is like, what the fuck direction she, was that? She half dabbed and winked. Yeah. She's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying she's over there, but I'm not saying she's not over there either. I ain't not, not saying she ain't. Yeah. I'm not I, saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. So, uh, Detective Lil Hank follows the finger guns to black upholstery room. Yeah. It's, it's the fucking room for the end of Masters of the Universe. Yeah, it's fucking... <laughs> Every decision in this movie is just the, the most oh, man, confusing. Skeletor would have made... Frank Langella's Skeletor would have made this movie so much better. That's true. Oh, man. Now I'm very angry that he wasn't in this movie. Yeah, but I don't think he'd have got his tits out, so... Well, you know, he, he, I would have been okay if Skeletor had tape over his nipples. I'm fine <laughs> with that. And so, uh, Lil' Hank heads into the black upholstery room, and he's like, I know you're in here. I don't know how he knows that. But he's right, turns out. 
It's that's why he's a detective, Chris. I guess so. That's why I, I couldn't hack it on the force. <laughs> yeah. Turn in your gun and badge, Chris. <laughs> You're a loose cannon and you get no results. <laughs> that's why we're asking you to leave. Resultless. <laughs> No, no, we're just firing you, dude. Like, we're not, we're not suspending you. You're just, you're just fired. Yeah, no, you're, you're fired. That's why we asked for your gun and your badge. That's <laughs> it should be clear to you by now. That's yeah. why we. That is the level of detective skill you're working with, sir. That's why we're asking you to leave. Yes, you're just bad at your job. <laughs> you don't even understand what's happening right now. Loose cannon with no results. I like that. It's very fitting for you. You are a loose cannon that produces no results. Seems much more fitting for a loose cannon to me. <laughs> You're the Sarah Palin of cops. Even a loose cannon is right twice a day. Isn't that what they say? Yeah. Even a loose cannon finds a nut. <laughs> that that classic idiom. Nut. <laughs> so uh finds a nut twice a day. So mystery girl is in nut there. Twice a day. I said even a loose cannon finds the nut twice a day. Ow. Yeah, he was combining them all into one super idiom. You're an idiom. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a super idiom. So, Loose Cannon somehow sneaks up on him because reasons. Wait, and, on who? Wait, get snuck. Loose Cannon gets snuck up on. But no, Loose Cannon sneaks up on Lil Hank because she's behind Lil Hank. Oh, you're calling. Oh, I. Okay, you're calling. Uh, Mystery girl, loose cannon. Not on purpose. Okay, <laughs> I was really confused too. <laughs> no, because I thought you I'm were totally loose cannon. off. I've lost it somewhere. I'm off Chris the rails, boys. I don't know what's happening anymore. Yeah, Chris tried to go off book this this episode, and it's not working. He didn't really uh, have to. There was no book. Nobody I keep looking at my notes, and it's just fuck you over and over. I nobody can't help would it. ever write a book about this. This is a very good recreation of how it feels to watch this movie because I'm sure anybody <laughs> listening right now has no clue what the fuck is happening. That's okay. No one did. No one making this movie or watching this movie did. So it's They're fun. just like, God, is this going to be over soon? It's confusing and upsetting. Anyway, Mystery Girl sneaks up on yes. Lil' Hank. Yes. Uh, Lil' Hank responds by shooting directly in front of him, which somehow shoots her twice. Yep. On either side of her abdomen. And she runs off. Into the night. Six months Peter later. Pat. She is now dressed up like a different Mortal Kombat character. Yeah. Um, what's the green one? Jade? Yes. Thank you. And she's at a strip club. <laughs> I like that. I just had to say the green one and you didn't say reptile. So that's good. I played a lot of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> And, uh, yep, she's at a strip club. Well, she's got two scars, one on either side of her abdomen, which it took me about five minutes to figure out what those were. And the reason I had five minutes to figure out what those were is because it was a fucking, like, ten-minute strip tease sequence. There hasn't been one of those for, like, ten minutes. And, uh, that's story two. Yeah. Every uh, ten minutes, you gotta have that for ten minutes. Insert. Crypt Keeper sequence here. Yep. Ms. Crypt Keeper. With cutesy Elvira. Yeah. And then, uh... Troy's favorite. Yeah. Oh, god damn it. Fucking the Countess of Bathing in Fucking Blood, but we're not calling it Lady Bathory, I believe is the title of this one. 
Yeah. The Contessa. Yes, the the bare skinned Contessa. And uh Isn't that like wine or something? Well, Barefoot Contessa is a cooking show on PBS. You can't drink it though. No, Barefoot Cellars is a wine though. Can drink that. Yes. I mean, if you grind up a tape well enough, you can drink a coffee of the Barefoot Contessa. <laughs> can't drink TV show. <laughs> Don't shake your head no at me. I'll punch you right in the face. Oh, God damn. So anyway, it starts with a lady selling her daughter to the bare-skinned Contessa because she's guaranteed to be a virgin, and apparently her mom didn't want her anyway. Well, you're you're skipping over what might be the worst keying on a green screen, screen scene that has ever existed in the history of cinema. <laughs> oh, how could I forget? It was, there's like a visible white line between her and the green screen when she's walking through like the dungeon at the very beginning of it, <laughs> which is just the worst goddamn thing I've seen. It was rough. The birds from Birdemic look more realistically cropped into the scene. I mean, I've seen a porn video from Digital Playground with Tara Patrick with a cybernetic arm that was more realistic looking than this was. Tara Patrick cybernetic arm. And uh, boy, if you thought the last story was full of just fucking nothing for 50 minutes at a time. Oh, fuck me. So uh, this, this. Oh, God damn. Yeah, we'll get to it. So she purchases this one's more nothing. The uh the Verkin, I believe is how they say it. Verkin? Yeah. Merkin? The Virgin. No, they call her a Virgin. A Virgin. It sounds like a weird yes. kind of pickle. Oh my god, I laughed out fucking I laughed out loud. It was twelve o'clock at night. I'm watching this. I'm about four beers in, and I just laughed my ass off when someone said Virgin. And I was like, did they just say fucking Virgin? <laughs> Yep, and Danzig was back in this director's chair going, no, fuck it, that's a good take. Yeah. That's a perfect scene. He's only read about virgins in books. He's never actually said it before. Oh, we gotta save time to go back to the strip club later. She's the epitome of virginity. He gets his G's and K's mixed up sometimes. <laughs> it's alright. So, uh, they take her to legally distinct from Lady Bathory's castle. Bear, the bear chested, the bear chest Contessa. Yeah, that's the one you can drink. <laughs> Only if she's given birth recently. Gross. Oh, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't know what kind of wine you drink, but oh, that's not wine. That's milk. Yeah. I guess. I mean, that's why I don't yeah, want she... it anymore because I thought it was wine. But <laughs> no. And the, she's, a, she's a script flipper, I tell you. Yep. So uh... tell us about it. They take her to the castle. They ask her if she's ever been to a castle. Yeah. She says, no, it's I'm a virgin. I've never been to a castle. I've never been to a castle. I'm a virgin. Going to a castle is losing your virginity. I'm a castle virgin. <laughs> One castle virgin. And so they uh, they take her down to virgin holding where they have Which all the other not- virgins. 
Which is not known as Pound Town. Yeah, it's the opposite of Pound Town. Yeah. And, uh... Lady whatever the fuck... The bare-chested Contessa. Confessor. She picks her out for... Bloodletting, obviously. I mean... Yeah. That's a good song. Yeah. So they, uh... They take her to the... The ornate demon bathtub. Yeah, it's, it's all like made to look like rib cages and skulls and shit. It's like because you know he's like I need a metal I need a metal bathtub. And they brought out like you know, like a stock tank. He's like no no no. I mean I need a bathtub, but make it look metal. And they're like oh. <laughs> <laughs> now we get it. <laughs> and uh, so they they strapped up the Bergen. And bled her out into the bathtub. And that happens off screen. Yeah. And then uh, the bare-chested Contessa just... Confessor! Uh, hangs out in the bathtub. For ten fucking minutes, just rubbing fucking, like, caro syrup and food coloring over herself for ten minutes. Not saying anything, just bathing for ten minutes it is it is fucking just the most uninteresting thing I've ever seen 10 minutes and uh finally they drag in another virgin and they open her neck up like a fucking geyser I told you they shook her up first (laughs) she's got high blood pressure yeah maybe she's Japanese she thinks she's turning Japanese so that just prolongs really so. the the blood bathing for a little while longer. Ten more minutes. Ten minutes later. And then she gets out of the bathtub. Finally. She's all pruny and shit. It's <laughs> she uh she feeds a pork chop to a wolf. Two no, no, pork no. chops. No 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 no, Chris. I know you've blocked it out because it's just fucking pointless but no she goes up to her room towels off asks her assistant uh princess red hair uh or sorsha we'll call her sorsha because i haven't seen willow in a while and uh and fucking's like oh it doesn't like doesn't my skin look even more youthful now and the sorsha's like yeah whatever okay and then the the fucking bare-chested contessa fucking mugs in front of a mirror for five minutes just like makes faces at herself in a mirror admiring how beautiful her skin is now for five fucking minutes. Yeah, I literally don't remember that. And I watched this I, like fucking two hours ago. I fast forwarded through it because I was just done with with it at this point. I was done. I was like, no, if you're not going to talk, if there's not going to be any fucking story, I'm fast forwarding until something else happens. Oh, look, there's a wolf. Yeah. <laughs> she fed it some pork chops right out of her pocket. Yeah. And that happened. And again, no fucking story. As soon as I realized no story was happening, I fast-forwarded some more. Yeah. She was no longer giving wolves pork chops. No. So the wolf uh, eats pork chop and leaves. Couple pork chops. Because story. Yeah. That was my favorite part of the movie. And uh, then she gets another Vergen. I can't wait to ask Troy what he thinks. And... She pulls out her heart, which 
I mean, judging from the size of this lady's heart, she was probably going to die pretty soon anyway, because, like, her heart looked way too big. Yeah, she definitely had a large heart. Yeah, it, it couldn't have been... I mean, it was, like, three inches lower in her chest than it should have been. Yeah, I mean, You're telling me that woman wasn't Andre the Giant size? Her heart was the size of a football. It was wild. <laughs> like the horse's heart in Game of Thrones was smaller than this lady's heart. Yeah, it took two hands to hold it. It was baffling. Heart's and, bigger than her lung for some reason. And then that happened. And then I'm sure other things happened in between that thing and the next thing I remember. There were no more wolves and pork chops, I can assure you. No, but she, I, ate, she ate the heart. Yeah. And then uh, we cut to one of the Virgins escaping, but then she gets caught. And then they bleed her out. And then the movie just, and then they cut to fucking cutesy Elvira, because I can't take any more of this. No, no, they, they caught her. They took her to the beheading platform where they chopped off her head and threw the rest of her into a CGI fire. You mean yeah. real fire. I mean a real fire that was totally, totally real. real. And then uh, the Contessa of Bear Chest Confessor. takes her head and puts it on the wall with the rest of the Virgin heads. <laughs> and yeah. then QTL Elvira is all like, Crypt Keeper shit. Thanks see, for watching. Bye. See, see you next time. Bathtub yeah. compressor. No, they actually do say see you next time like they want to make another one of these. And we're going to watch it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have to watch all the Veronicas. We have. We did it, guys. Woo, we're done. Never again. It's all of them. 100% completion. Hopefully there will be another one. And then this is over. That's it. That was... That was it. For the movie. Oh, it's over, the movie. Yeah. So what do you think, Hotlanta? Not too much. Fair enough. Not too much. I liked it less than I thought I would. I thought it was going to be at least amusingly bad. But it was not. It was just bad. And I like some awful, awful things. Awful things are often funny to me. But this, none of this was funny to me. I just kind of stared at the first segment said her I, I think it was when the uh, the eye nipple tear caused the spider to turn into Spider-Man that I just kind of gave up on everything <laughs> it's it done no more I've done something wrong and that was a disaster the second one was even more of a disaster they had a really nice camera but really bad prosthetics it was a bad combination uh, the one scene I did like, I liked the visual of old girl looking at her wall of faces. That did something for me. And then the old uh, bathtub compressor. Yeah, it didn't really do much for me. I liked the part when she fed... It had my favorite scene in the entire movie, and I'm not kidding even a little bit when I tell you that it's when she fed that wolf a couple of pork chops that she had in her pocket for some reason. Probably to feed the wolves. But no, this was garbage. 
It's like Chris is going to tell you too. We watched it because Danzig made it for no other reason. And I would have not watched it for any other reason. It was terrible. I can't even recommend it. If you like Danzig, don't watch this. Then you'll have a better image of Danzig. You're like, oh man, Danzig 2 was cool. I shouldn't have watched this. But no, it's not lit, fam. You would All just say nah, bruh. Nah, bruh. I couldn't remember the right thing to say. <laughs> All the way down. Now, I know this is weird, but Troy, what did you think of the movie? What did I think? <laughs> I, I love this movie. It was like, no, it's fucking terrible. Don't watch it. It Honestly, I feel like we, like, Danzig just, like, opened up, like, his Pornhub history to us and was like, I'm going to make a horror movie out of my Pornhub history is basically what this movie feels like. You All know? I've ever watched is softcore bonds. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, and, you know, I mean... I have nothing against porn actresses. Like some porn actresses can act and some can't. And apparently Danzig found a lot of them that can't, uh, for this one. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like this, this movie's terrible. It's boring as fuck. Uh, at least the first, okay. The first segment at least was weird enough that I was like, what the fuck? So at least like I had some kind of reaction to it. The rest of it, I'm like, yep. Uh-huh. That's how, yep. That's exactly how every other story like this goes. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's not how, like, physical space works, but still, yeah. And then the last one, I'm like, oh, it's Lady Bathory. Okay. It's it's Lady Bathory and Lady Bathory and Lady Bathory. And, and yes, we understand that she is bathing in virgin blood. We don't need to be showing it for 10 minutes. I mean, honestly... I feel like the reason some of those things are so long is because Danzig expects you to masturbate during them. Like that's about how gratuitous some of these feel. It's, it's terrible. I, I mean, and, and like the description on shuttered where he tries to sell this as a future cult classic that you should watch with a bunch of friends and like MST three K it. But, but fuck that. Like the only reason this movie is fun with a bunch of friends, cause you have a bunch of friends there. Um, that's not, does not make a movie. And that, that means the movie is not enjoyable. Do not watch this movie. Chris, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the editing is bad. The, the editing. Oh, is we forgot to mention the fucking lens flare from the candles in every fucking scene. Yeah. For the entirety of the second one, it's like there's something on the lens the entire time. That's how like weirdly lens flary it is. It looks like yeah, somebody and, put Vaseline on the fucking camera lens. And then they use the lens flare to like frame people's faces and stuff, so you know it's a hundred percent intentional that that flare is there. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, did JJ Abrams just make a porn movie? I'm very confused. <laughs> Danzig yeah. had a little lens flare dial and he just kept turning it up. I mean, this More movie This More movie is uh, I think this movie was supposed to shock and titillate and while it is shocking, it is not for the reasons they intended it for it's shocking just how 
there's nothing. These are like four sentence outlines of what could happen. And They're I think pastas. Yeah. It's like a it's a short story. It, they got confused for a like quick rough draft of something for the final and they went with it. It's it's just it's slow. It seems like every other scene is there just to make this thing hit 90 minutes. Yeah. I mean, the, the full of padding. The first one is the only one that seems like maybe they tried to tell some sort of story. A, or a, a story, unique story, at least. Yeah, a story you can only understand if you've been huffing gas for the last fucking 46 minutes. But a story. <laughs> the second one was like, I don't know, this girl takes people's faces. Also, we have uh, strippers. Okay, cool. And the last one was just like, I don't know, we accidentally made way too much fake blood. We need to do something with it. It's And, and I'm sure nobody's heard of Lady Bathory before. Yeah, and the whole fucking thing is just like, my skin looks nice. Like, ugh. It's not... It's not bad enough to be funny. It's not... It's not shocking enough to be shocking. It's not anything enough to be anything. It is... It is the worst fucking thing. It's boring as fuck. Yeah, it, there's nothing to recommend you don't even get the satisfaction of being or hanging out with your friends when talking about bad movies where you could lay out something that's either hilariously bad or truly appallingly bad like this this doesn't get you the same street cred that like where the dead go to die gets you when you're like I've seen really bad movie and you're like oh yeah have you seen Carnage for the Destroyer? Or Terror at Blood Fart Lake? Like, I mean, those are better movies than this just because, like, there's something to latch on to. There's nothing to latch on to in this movie. Yeah, just just don't even bother. Don't. Just don't. There's nothing here. You'll just be like, oh, oh man, there's 90 minutes I don't get back. Out of my finite time on the planet. Or like 80 minutes if you're me and fast forwarded through like a lot of that last story because nothing fucking happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's there's no reason. Nothing. Nothing at all for this. Boo. Boo to this. Boo! Yeah. Boo! <laughs> Boo. Princess of garbage. So what are you watching so next week, Chris? What are we watching next week, Chris? Uh, we're gonna watch the Banana Splits movie, as suggested to us by Mr. Green. Always a fun time with the Mr. Green suggestions. Yeah, and I mean, as an added bonus for him, no matter what this turns out to be, it's gonna be better. <laughs> yep. Even if it's worse, it will be better. <laughs> we have a new low. <laughs> so what if other people want to? I don't know. I don't even know. I don't have anything. They're a smart group. They'll death. figure it out. 
Or, or you can come over to the Facebooks because we are Slaughterhouse Princess. You can email us directly at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. You can find out a whole damn mess of information at slaughterhouseprincess.com, such as our presence on Twitter and Reddit and iTunes and uh, like Stitcher, whatever that was. And uh, Discord, Patreon, and store.slaughterhouseprincess.com. iHeartRadio, barking at your Alexis. Yes. So come back next time for Banana Splits movie. And while our podcast think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye. Shoulder butt.